One of my favorite lines from any movie or television show is from Colonel Hannibal Smith. I love it when a plan comes together. But the plans don't always come together. My name is Phil, and you're listening to The Lip. Hello everyone, it's Phil, and I just gave you once again a line from Colonel Hannibal Smith of the 18, the wise and brilliant strategist, leader of the group, who always used to say that with a cigar in his mouth. I love it when a plan comes together. However, this particular episode that I'm going to be going over with you guys today, the plans don't quite work out so well. Everything seems like it's going just fine, and then all of a sudden things change. But that's not the whole of the show. I have a couple of good things that happen, but most of the ones that I'm going to bring up, my two major ones, clearly the plan didn't quite work out the way it was supposed to for the parties involved. Unfortunately, one of those parties is me. But I get a web redemption in somewhat, and I had a plan come together that actually wasn't scheduled, and it just so happened to work out. Every once in a while you get a win. It's one of my favorite things to say. Every once in a while you get a win. Speaking of winning, that was the nature of one of those plans. One of the greatest teams in history had a plan that looked like it was going to work perfectly, but it did not. It just simply did not. We'll get to that in the main event. Now, as far as two guys that I maintain both a personal and business and enjoy their podcast relationship, they consistently have plans that seem to be moving right along in more than a positive manner. It's incredible to see the growth that these two gentlemen have since I've been listening to their podcast. It's incredible. Kevin and Pat. Those two guys are incredible. I love listening to their podcast, which is called Tech Hour with Kevin and Pat. Uh, Patrick Houston, he did the work on my house, putting in some cameras and some uh, doors, uh, locks that are really pretty cool. Work is incredible. It's amazing. Check him out for sure. And his partner on podcast, Mr. Kevin LeBlanc, he is the owner of KPS Home Automations, whereas Pat owns Houston's Home Automations. They're incredible, both of them. You need to get these guys in your house to do what you need to do. Of course, if you're on the East Coast of the United States, particularly in Pennsylvania, you're going to want to see Mr. Pat Houston. If you are from the North, up there in Canada, the New Brunswick area, you're going to want to check out Kevin LeBlanc. He has just done some pretty interesting work. If you check him out, you'll see that he's put together some pretty good projects for people, set up some amazing sound systems, and put some real thought into how he's put it together. Again, he has a plan, just like Pat. These guys, without question, they're doing good things. And it's all because they have a plan. Unfortunately for us, their plans don't seem to ever fail. And that's what makes their businesses the successes that they are i without question can't recommend these two gentlemen strongly enough and i should have been talking about them a little bit more than i have in the last couple weeks i haven't been able to show them any love so i want to make sure to do that 
for this particular episode right here, right now. Especially for Mr. Pat Houston there, because I forgot and neglected to mention that he, in the last couple months, turned his incredible business into an LLC. He is absolutely moving the way you need to move. Congratulations, Pat. I can only imagine it's not going to be long before I start hearing the news that Kev did the very same thing. Good luck out there in the north. We're definitely waiting to see big things out of you both. And now on to this episode. I'm excited in a lot of ways because it just proves the simple point that no matter how much you think things are going, no matter how well you think they might be going, and no matter how perfect and flawless your plan seems to be, you really need to have a plan B. And sometimes even that might not work out. But in the long run, the reason why those things don't work out is because they're not supposed to. Nothing we can do about it. Can't change things. All we can do is roll with them. Main event time coming soon. Almost forgot. Just as the perfect plan always seems to be, this one didn't quite go as planned either. February 2nd is my older cousin Chris Elliott's birthday. Happy birthday, big cuz. Ding, ding, ding. Main event time. Main event time. As I sit in my office pondering about these situations that individuals, myself included, set up these perfect situations and it just seems that the dominoes fell in the opposite direction. Yeah, I'm talking about things that seem to have been almost set up perfectly, but they just didn't go the way it was planned. I'm going to start with the Super Bowl 2008. It just seemed like around week 17 of the regular season that the New England Patriots had already won the Super Bowl. It was over, it was etched in stone, they already engraved the trophy, and the rings had already been casted. The Patriots had won the Super Bowl. Why is that? Because that year, they were the first team in NFL history to go 16-0. and Yes, the Miami Dolphins, they won all their regular season games, but there was less of them. The 72 Dolphins, they ended up going 14-0, and but they went to do everything that they had set out to do, and that was to not stop and go all the way and win the Super Bowl without a single loss for the entire season. They went the whole gambit. They ran the table. Any possible uh, thing you want to call it, that's what they did. They won all their games, including the Super Bowl. Considered them the greatest team in NFL history, the only team to ever do it. Now, this New England Patriots team had decided that they wanted to be in that same limelight and even pushed the envelope further because there was two more regular season games. So, by the default, you would consider, hey, they're 16-0. If they go and run the table, they would be the greatest team to have ever been assembled, to have ever been put together, and there wouldn't be any question. Just so happens that this team had such an incredible run 
Tom Brady, for the first time in his career, had a not just a good receiver. He had a Hall of Fame receiver, considered one of the greatest players of all time. Randy Moss was on his team. This would be the first time in his career up until this point where he had not only a number one receiver, but like I said, a Hall of Fame worthy receiver, a Jerry Rice to Joe Montana sort of receiver, that kind of caliber. If you don't know who Randy Moss is, you can't, you couldn't have gotten much better of a player. And in the NFL that year, there was literally a few receivers who were ah, true number ones, but Randy Moss was like above that. And he was literally at the point where his prime was close to the end, but he was still in that spot. And Tom Brady having a player like that on his side just made him look invincible. Thus, the New England Patriots were just that. That team that year hadn't scored a single time under 20 points in regular season. Every single game, they scored over 20 points. It was remarkable. I was looking at their schedule and seeing what they did. It was just, it was insane. The first five weeks of the season, they scored 30 points or more. The sixth week of their season, they scored 40. Like, how insane is that? Two weeks later, that would be uh eighth game of their season, they ended up with 50, a feat that they did twice, both in their eighth game and in their 11th game. They scored 50 points. It's just amazing. These guys, only in week nine, went and sort of fell back a little bit, and that's when they scored their first 20-point game. It was incredible. They literally went... Nine weeks where they scored over 30 points. And then finally, they decided, oh, you know what, let's score 20 this time. We'll we'll make it a little bit closer. The Patriots were essentially letting the NFL know that, yeah, it's possible you might be able to beat us, but not really. And that's the way that they seem to have run through that particular schedule. I mean, these guys, they were literally, it was an unstoppable juggernaut. And then, of course, they ended up playing the Giants. And that was a funny game. They beat them in a relatively close game. They only got 30 points on them. The Giants were kind of close. It wasn't so far away that it looked like they killed them like they did some of the other teams. I believe Washington is one of the ones that they scored 50 points against. And it was just a complete mockery of the game of football, the way they beat them to death so bad. But... The Giants didn't lose by that much. Only a few points. And it would seem that they kept that game in the back of their mind. It seemed like they may have known something that nobody else knew. And they definitely wanted to make sure that the Patriots knew that that's exactly what was going on. And so, it happened. The Patriots had their AFC Championship glory, and they figured, here we are at the Super Bowl, and like I said, after week 17 of the regular season, it was pretty much a formality. The trophy already was engraved, and, you know, the rings are die-casted, and they're set. They're going to just walk all over the Giants, or better yet, the Giants are just going to walk out there and then just lay down for the Patriots and just let them win the Super Bowl. Ah, ah! That's not the way it worked out. Not at all. Their perfect plan just so happened to have a huge flaw. And that flaw was the Giants' defense. Like I mentioned earlier, the New England Patriots 
hadn't scored less than 20 points the entire regular season, and here we are at the Super Bowl. They could only muster 14 points. 14. That was it. Six points less than their worst game. And they did it at the worst possible time. Eli Manning said, yeah, I think I'm going to beat you now. And that's exactly what he did. He said, hey, you think you're perfect, but we're going to prove to you that we're not, that you're not. We kind of were close. We were one of those teams that just about got you. Those other teams didn't really get another shot. But the Giants didn't just get a shot. They got a big shot at the right time, at the right place in the Super Bowl. And they were able to hold the Patriots, which were virtually unstoppable, to a limited number of points. Like I said, they only got 14, which was just amazing. And the Giants were able to get 17. And at this point in time, the people who had already engraved the Super Bowl trophy with New England Patriots Super Bowl 42 champions had to go and uh, scratch that off of there, replace it with the New York Giants. It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. That is one of those things that the plan just didn't work. But there you go. That's life. I mean, hey, you win some and just ask Tom Brady for that particular year, you lose some. Now it comes for one of my plans that seemed like it was going to work out exactly the way it was supposed to. And of course, we all know that based on the nature of this story that I just told last, it's really not the case. Um, well, whoo, I believe it was 2017, uh, the wife and I were looking for another vehicle because at the time we only had one small car. We had really, before that, we had a couple of bigger vehicles, I had an Avalanche and she had a, um, uh, what was it? It was a Kia Sorento. So we had lots of space but now we went down to a Kia Optima because of a combination of misfortune with both vehicles needing to be repaired replaced and the poor little Kia Optima wasn't going to work out for all of us considering the travel that we had to do back and forth to work and stuffing all three kids inside as well we needed something a little bigger so we made the choice to decide to rent a Dodge Caravan for a little while. Very amazing vehicle. Enjoyed it a lot. We, I believe we rented it for about two weeks to a month, one of those neighborhoods. I can't exactly remember what, how long we had rented it for, but we rented it for more than long enough to actually think that it would have been perfect for our family. And it was everything we were looking for. It had plenty of room in the back for the kids, room for us in the front, and for the driver, and the passenger, you had some nice little amenities in this thing. For me personally, it was black. I like black vehicles. It's just kind of the color that I get when it's a vehicle that just seems like it's one that I really want. And black is that color. That's what I had my Avalanche, my Monte Carlo. They were both black. I had a black Camaro and a gray Camaro, which was even better than the black one. But usually when it comes to those really dark colors, it's like black is like my color. And here it is. This caravan is black. But the real key that made me really just smile about how amazing this thing was, it had heated seats and it had cooled seats. But to make it one step better, it also had a heated steering wheel. At that point, I was personally hooked. Not a Dodge fan by any stretch of the imagination, but 
given all the circumstances that it checked all the boxes we needed, I figured that this would be the vehicle to go get. Now, the rental car company that we rented it for from also sold vehicles. So we inquired about buying this particular vehicle, and this is where our perfect plan started to go a little bit awry. First thing they told us was, well, during the time that we were renting it, somebody had actually already purchased the vehicle that we were driving. And I thought to myself, how much sense does that make? First of all, we're literally in the vehicle, and we're literally driving it. And like I said before, we had it for about two weeks to a month which means that whoever was going to buy this vehicle had driven it prior to us having it and then had made the decision to purchase it. But for some strange reason, they did so with the vehicle not even in their possession for somewhere between two weeks and a month. I found that to be strange. But I went with it, and they told us that we would be able to go and purchase another caravan exactly the same as the one we had maybe the color might be off but it'll still be a caravan with all the perks that we were looking for and so we went and they were not quite accurate about that it had all the room it had all the adjustments to the seats and everything all the great bells and whistles except it didn't have the heated seats or the cooled seats or the heated steering wheel and that was a little bit mm, that was a step back for me I, I was getting real comfortable with that vehicle but for the most part it was and is exactly what we needed so we went ahead and did it now normally when it comes to vehicle negotiations considering my background in auto shops and understanding how these people think and how these people work, I thought that it would be no problem to just go in there and run through the numbers and get the deal that we were looking for. Unfortunately, when we decided to go and had the appointment to go meet with these people, I ended up having the flu. Yeah, and not just having the flu, I had the flu terribly to the point where I was literally falling asleep when the guy was talking to me and my wife and the kids were running around and I was trying to keep my eyes open, which was almost impossible at the time. And that made the negotiation strongly in their favor. In fact, I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't strongly in their favor. They won. I was so out of it that I legitimately agreed to everything they said. I was just like, yeah, you want this vehicle, Courtney? We're going to get it. How much they want charged for it, that's fine. Let's just do it because you want it. And essentially, we signed the paperwork. And a day or two later when I came to and the flu had essentially left my body and I started feeling a lot better, I was able to really pay attention to the paperwork because I was feeling good enough to go outside and have a look at the van, really to just check it out for myself using my mechanic background and making sure that everything was good with it. And everything was. Everything was cool. It had low mileage. I believe it was 17,000 miles at the time. It was really low. And for a vehicle that was uh, in 2017, and it was a rental vehicle, to have 17,000 miles on it, and I believe it was a 
2016. I mean, it's only a year old. That's a lot of miles for a year, but consider that it was a rental. And then once we got it, we were able to slow down the mileage a little bit. And I say a little bit because you're taking kids all over the place. But it turns out that in my state of disease at the time, we way overpaid for this vehicle. And at this stage in the game, as you're hearing my voice in 2022, we've almost got the thing paid off. They win. In the perfect world, of course, we would have paid a lot less than what we paid for it. And it would have been the one that we were driving, the black one, that actually had a few miles less. And the heated seats, the cooled seats, and the heated steering wheel. And I miss that thing so much. Oh, I still miss it. Five years later, I'm still thinking about that heated steering wheel. Wow. I definitely got hooked to that, and I certainly wish that was something we still had and time to time I think to myself maybe I'll go to a Dodge dealer and have them install one but is it really that big a deal considering that it's February and it's cold outside right now every single time I start that thing up I first thing I think is oh let me switch on the heated steering wheel oh I can't do that oh well moving on I talked about something a little bit more positive um, happened way back in December. It's not way back, but far enough back. A couple months ago. The wife and kids were out of town visiting her friend. And I had an ingenious plan that now that they're gone, I'm going to be able to have unlimited time since I took a week off prior to their... Um, after they left so that I could actually do some projects around the house. I needed to to regrout the tub because it was getting a little off. I also wanted to clear out all the drains because I feel that it's just something I was going to use some really powerful drain cleaner and it would be easier for me to be able to do that without having to worry about having the girls or the son go in there and getting chemicals on them. I have plenty of time to make sure I flush it out as well as possible. Um, and I had a few other things I needed to do. And it just seemed like it was the best way to get about doing it at this point in time with all this time off. Turns out, in the process of my moving about, doing these errands, going back and forth to Home Depot, I also had... Um, a doctor's appointment I had to run to and I did all this in this one particular day things were moving real smooth I got finished with a doctor's appointment I had gone to Home Depot got my supplies and then I went to the um, the grocery store to pick up some food for myself considering that I needed just a few supplies to get me through for a couple weeks so they're gonna be that they were gone in this process I decided that Spider-Man, No Way Home is out in the theater. Looked at the phone, saw that it was 11.30. And I'm sitting out in the parking lot at ShopRite. And I asked myself, hmm, I wonder if I have time to catch that movie. So I looked at my phone and I looked up the movie theater. And it turned out that there was one that was going to start at 12.45. 
And I'm looking at myself in the mirror, literally, of the car at the time. And I said to myself, you know what? I bet you I have time to go in here, pick up these few groceries, drop them off at the house, run down to the movie theater before it starts. Totally didn't plan it. I had other things that I was going to do, but I went off the reservation a little bit and it turned out that I was able to zip through the store as quickly as I thought I would, made it back to my house by noon, was able to put away all the groceries get my supplies and position them in the places that I wanted them to go right before uh, I was getting ready to work. I was able to put the drain cleaner by the sink in the bathroom. I was able to move the, um, the grout, put it on the tub. So it was all in position. I was able to shut and lock the door, hop back in the car and zip down the road to the movie theater by 1230. Walked right in, got my ticket, sat down, watched the movie. And the interesting part about it was, on the way out, I went back up to the to the cash register area of the movie theater, and I asked him, is Eternals still out? And the lady at the register said, yeah, it's still out. Uh, there's, another, there's a showing that's going to be coming up at 6. And right now it's only 3.30 because the movie had just ended. And now I'm like, wow, Spider-Man is over at 3.30. The Eternal starts at 6. Heck, I can go home, get myself something to eat, even throw a few more loads of wash in, and go back to the theater and watch The Eternals. Hey, how about that? This was a plan that definitely didn't turn out the way I expected it in any way. But it was 100% positive because I was able to actually see both The Eternals and Spider-Man No Way Home. And it just didn't quite go the way I planned. I didn't plan to do that, and it worked out nice, because originally my plan was to go home and do all that housework in one day, and then maybe do something a little bit different later on. But hey, it worked out in my favor. That's one of those times that the plan that didn't quite go the way I planned it, but hey, the plan worked out better than I could have hoped. That's a positive one. Here's another feel-good story. In fact, this particular one wasn't even going to be a part of my show. It just so happens that as I'm recording this podcast today, I had to run to the dollar store. When I went to the dollar store, I didn't find what I was looking for. I really didn't. But I worked out anyway because I needed to get some sponges. You know, everybody's got to have sponges for their dishes. And... I got those. That wasn't what I was originally in there looking for. But what I found was something a whole lot better. It was this really upbeat, highly cheerful man, older gentleman, and he was talking and he was telling everybody in there who would listen to him. He was 74 years old. He had just had a type of cancer, and it was stage 4. And then he also had stage 4 colon cancer. But as of that day, right here, in front of us all, as I'm recording, it happened probably hmm, about four hours ago when I was talking to him, he said that he was cancer-free. Yeah, he was stage four cancer, and he was cancer-free. I was extremely happy for him, and so was everybody who he was willing to listen to who was willing to listen to what he had to say, and he was telling it 
up and down. This gentleman was literally shouting from the mountaintops. His prayers were answered, and I couldn't be more happy for him. He had told his family that, well, you know, I'm not going to have a whole lot of money for Christmas, but in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, I'm pretty sure that they don't care because the only present that they wanted to get was the fact that you have a clean bill of health and you were able to, or should I say, God himself was able to give them that present to have you around for a little bit longer. So I'm pretty sure that anything you could have wrapped up and put under the tree certainly wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> it's incredible. He was like overjoyed. Sorry about that. I had to answer that one. But back to this gentleman. I mean, as I record right now, he told us, he told me and everybody else in the store, like I said, must have been four hours ago, that he was cancer free. And that certainly made him overjoyed. Like I said, he told his people earlier in the year. Not this year, but last year, Christmas time, that he couldn't get him anything. But again, like I said, the plan was not for him to necessarily get anybody Christmas presents at the time. I mean, man was sick. He was sick, but he's not anymore. I'm pretty sure that this gentleman did not plan to be sick. But it turned out that as often does... In life, we get those horrible things that happen here and there where your best laid plans of being able to just walk down the street and have everything go perfectly fine just don't. And the perfect plan that he wanted obviously did not include colon cancer. But as I record before you right now, the gentleman was able to get over it and he's doing much better. That's a positive. The plan may not have been to be in February thinking about being sick. But fortunately, he doesn't have to. Might have had a rough December, but eventually he got through it. Thanks in part to God himself. And on that note, I'm going to leave on a very positive situation that wasn't necessarily planned. It's a good thing, though. That's a plan that you don't want to have. But, man, I'm excited for the guy. I'm glad he was able to get over that. And I'm even more glad that he was just, literally, like I said, he was shouting from the rafters. He wanted everybody to know that he was healed. And the more important thing that I thought was really interesting about that whole thing was... Originally, I didn't even plan to go to the dollar store today, but I did anyway, and because I did, I was able to bump into him, and I was able to hear that, and it was really cool, it really was, I mean, I'm even almost at a loss for words thinking about it, I really am. But that's just what happens. We don't always plan for things. We don't always... And even if we do plan for things, sometimes they don't work out the way we want them to. 
But fortunately, we're not the one who plans the way the whole universe works. That ain't our job. It's our job to simply exist in it and see where we fit in that plan. On that note, I'm going to ring the bell. The main event is over. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, it's time for the Spear of the Week. And you know, I had that thought in my head exactly what I was going to plan and who was going to be the person who was going to be the Spear. But you know, the more and more I think about it, I can't give an individual the Spear of the Week this week. I would have to give Cancer the Spear of the Week. Because like I said, I literally had no intention of going to the dollar store and running into this gentleman. And I mean, man, he certainly, he made my day. I thought that was pretty cool. And I think that he may have made the day of a lot of the people who were in there or wherever else he went today, because boy, he definitely was super upbeat about it. And I think the one thing that he would probably say for sure is that his cancer was definitely the victim of the spear of the week. And hopefully it won't come back. And that's the Spear of the Week. That older gentleman's cancer. Okay. Gonna bring this episode to a close. I think that if I had planned a little bit better, perhaps this episode could have been a little bit better. Not really. Uh, to kind of take it by stride. And I understand based on the way that this episode was supposed to go. I mean, hey, plans don't always go the way we think they do. And I could certainly say that I thought this episode was, well, planned out to perfection. <laughs> and fortunately, it seems like the execution of it was very good as well. Patting myself on the back. Unfortunately, you can't see me, but just know that that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> um... If you would like to comment, you can always find me on Instagram at philiphenderson5102. My Twitter is at pissedphil, two L's. And just let me know what you think. I know one I'm thinking right now, and that is that whew, I can't wait for the spring. It's February, and it's getting closer, but it's not close enough for me. I particularly want to see... 75 to 95 degree weather between the months of May and middle of September. And I'd hope that it would stay like that all year long. But of course, that would mean I would have to leave the East Coast and go somewhere else that's a little bit warmer. Don't really want to do that because, hmm, well, you know, weather might be one thing, but good pizza is another. And we really can't find that anywhere except for over here in the East Coast, it seems. And on that note, I have some words of wisdom. None that I would give away that you probably don't already know. But keep in mind that it's something that you really ought to remember. No matter what you may plan, you need to prepare for the fact that it may not go the way you think it could or the way you think it should. So if that happens, the only thing you can do is just roll with it. See where it goes. The plan didn't work, so now you have to make an adjustment. And those adjustments are going to be the difference between 
how you're going to be able to go through the rest of your day. Because it's not always going to work out. So all you can do is just remember that. And don't get me wrong. As you've heard, I mean, hey, sometimes when plans don't work out the way you planned them, it could end up being better in the long run. Who knows? For my example, let's say I decided not to go to that movie. I wouldn't have enjoyed either of those two movies, and I might have been doing something in the house and knocked myself out. You don't know. So the fact that I wasn't in the house to do the work at the time could have perhaps saved me some sort of injury. We'll never know. But it seems as if that I enjoyed myself and it worked out for the better. And we don't even have to worry about it. Other times, that bad thing that could have happened could have been something that was supposed to happen because that way we can actually get through it and be able to tell someone who might need help later on. You see, it's those little things like that that can make life better for everybody overall. It's like, yeah, I endured this, and I know that you're going through this, which is not exactly the same as what I went through, but it's similar. And you can tell somebody, hey, I made it through, and I'm 100% sure that you will as well. It's a good story to tell everybody. And it's something that will keep people feeling better. And it will encourage them sometimes. So some that's what you got to remember. I mean, hey, if things don't go the way you expect them to, it's sometimes for a reason. And on that note, my name is Phil, and you have just listened to The Lip.